You've probably heard this joke before. There was a little girl drawing a picture at school, and her teacher said, what are you drawing? And the little girl said, I am drawing God. And the teacher said, but no one knows what God looks like. And the little girl said, they will when I've finished my drawing. (laughs) If I was to ask you, what do you think God is like? It'd be interesting to hear what you would say. In a recent survey in 2014, 2,200 people were asked the question, what do you think God is like? And 75% of the people said, We think that God is distant, we think that God is critical, and we think that God is judgmental. Only 25% of the people said, we thought God is benevolent, or we thought God is kind. Mm. Most of them said they felt that God is fault-finding, not available, and distant. When they were being honest, that's what they thought God is like. So if you have a view of God as critical, distant, judgmental, then it's not really very good news for you, the announcement that God is with us. It says in uh, Matthew 22 and in chapter in Matthew 1 and verse 22, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. We've been singing that word Emmanuel which means God is with us. But if your image of God is he's harsh, critical, distant, disinterested and judgmental, you don't want that kind of God to be with you. In fact, you'd rather get as much distance as you possibly could between you and a God who is like that. In fact, the idea of a friendship or a relationship or a connection or walking with a God like that would make most people feel anxious and nervous and certainly not safe. So I want to just talk for only two or three minutes about what is God like? What is God really like? Can we actually know what God is really, truly like? Can we really get a magnificent, wonderful, clear, absolute picture of the character, nature of God? Is it possible? And the good news is that God doesn't leave us guessing about what he is like. And God doesn't uh, wait for us to search him out and have the motivation or the desire or the energy to go and find out what he's like. The Christmas story is that God takes the initiative, that God takes the initiative and comes to be with us. That God initiates relationship. That God initiates connection. That God initiates coming near so that we can actually know what he is like. And the Christmas story, the songs that we've been singing, tell us that God went to absolutely extraordinary lengths for us to know exactly what he is like. Do you know this afternoon you can know exactly what God is like? That you can know the nature of God 100%. That God went to extraordinary lengths to show us what he is like. That God did something absolutely incredible. That God did something absolutely impossible. 
that God went beyond the realms of the. Uh, uh, it went beyond the realms of possibility. He did something extraordinary. If we want to know what God is like, God looks like Jesus. The miracle, the mystery, the wonder of Christmas is this: that Jesus became human, or God became human without ceasing to be God. Don't know how many of you like chili con carne. Any chili con carne fans? What does it mean? It means chili with meat. What we've heard it sung, incarnation, carne. God, God in flesh. God in meat. Chili con carne. Chili with meat. Incarnation. God comes to be with us. God takes on human flesh. Becomes 100% human without ceasing to be 100% God. That's the miracle. That's the wonder. That's the glory of Christmas. That Jesus is God. Jesus is God. God the creator becomes a man without stopping being God. So that when you see Jesus, you see what God is like. That when you see what Jesus did and how Jesus spoke and Jesus' mercy and Jesus' compassion and Jesus' power and Jesus' authority and his kindness, you see what God is like. You see that God is good. That you see that God went around doing good, healing the sick and setting everyone free. That's what God is like. That God isn't distant. That God isn't critical. That God isn't judgmental. That God isn't fault finding. That God is available. That's why Christmas is a good news story. That's why the angels said, I've got an announcement that's of great joy. It wouldn't be great joy if the critical, distant, judgmental, fault-finding God had come amongst us. That's not good news of great joy, but it is great joy that when you look at Jesus, you see God. That you see what God is like. God looks like Jesus, because Jesus is God. So you see that Jesus loved people with patience, You see that Jesus loved people with kindness. You see that Jesus wasn't easily angered. You see that Jesus keeps no records of wrong. You see that Jesus protects. That Jesus trusts. That Jesus hopes. That Jesus sticks with us. That Jesus never fails. Because when you look at Jesus, you see God. The good news of Christmas is the incarnation. God becomes flesh without ceasing to be God. So this is what Jesus would say to us 
today. He said it in Matthew 11, 28 to 30. He would say that to you today. He would say, so everyone come to me. He would say, are you weary carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, that I'm humble and that I am easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. See, Christmas is the announcement. I want to be with a person like that. I want to be with a gentle, humble, easy to please person. I want to be with a person I can find refreshment with. I want to come to a person I can just join my life with his and find an oasis in the midst of a desert. He's the kind of person I can completely trust. He's the kind of person you can completely trust. He can become your safe place. He's the kind of person you want to get near to. He's the kind of person you want to entrust your whole life to. He's the kind of person you want to wake up in the morning and say, Good morning, Jesus. What have you got in store today? He's the kind of person you want to adore and worship and love. He's the kind of person you want to give everything to. He's the kind of person you want to surrender and yield and trust with your whole heart. Because this is the wonderful revelation of Christmas. When you look at Jesus, you see what God is like. God is like Jesus. Jesus is God. I'm just going to spend a couple of moments because he's alive today. Dear friends, he's alive today. He rose from the dead. And the Holy Spirit comes to us. The Spirit of Christ To be all those things to us. To be gentle with us. He's so humble. He's so kind. He's so refreshing. And we're just going to invite him just for a moment. Because I'm sure all of us would feel. I need a God like that. I need to feel the love of God. I need to know a touch from the God who is pleasant and kind and easy to please. So we're just going to spend a moment in reflection. Just inviting this wonderful God to touch your heart. And if you know that you know that you need an oasis in the middle of a desert, you need him to come alongside you and you need him to refresh you. You need to hear today that he just says to you, so everyone come to me. Everyone, are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. And you might say, but I've made a mess of my life. I don't feel worthy. Or I don't feel able to come to such a wonderful God. We heard it in Mandela's poem. That this wonderful Jesus rose up to deal with everything that could get in the way from us and the relationship with God. Ask a friend. We can't talk about it all. About how he he went to the cross to pay our debt. To make a way for us to come home. Ask a friend who's a believer, who's a Christian to tell you more. So I'm just going to invite Holy Spirit. We just thank you so much. That God is a wonderful oasis to us. We thank you that you are good and that you are gentle and that you are humble. We thank you that you are so easy to please. And we just invite you now, Holy Spirit, to come and touch hearts 
that they might find refreshment in you, that the songs we've been singing would be more than a song, they'd be an experience in their hearts this Christmas, that they might know the one who would come near them, they might know the one who would call them son or daughter, that they might even this Christmas come home to you, good Father, and to know your love and to know your kindness. Yes, we invite you to come, Holy Spirit. Cause people to know the love of God, even right now. We say to any who are carrying heavy burdens, Jesus says to you, come to me and I'll refresh your life. We just say to any who are carrying heavy burdens into this Christmas season, come to Jesus and he'll carry those heavy burdens. Even in your spirit, imagine you're laying on him a heavy, heavy burden. He's so good, he's so gentle, he's so kind. He protects, he hopes, he sticks with us and never fails. Even right now, give that heavy burden to him. And we just invite you, Holy Spirit, to touch hearts this Christmas. Let there be an experience of the love of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And for any of you who don't know Jesus and, and don't know this love, why don't you come to God and just say, this Christmas, I want to know you. I want to experience your love. I've heard that you're not distant. I've heard that you're not critical. I've heard that you're not judgmental, that you're available. Even this Christmas, why don't you spend a moment and just invite God to touch your heart, to just give you an experience of the reality of Christmas.